0: Okay.
1: And I told her we'd get her in by around 10 to 7. She's on a bit of a time restriction.
0: Yeah, no, I I saw it. I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So,
1: you know, we'll talk about the thing, Comedy Awards. We'll talk about the top 10 by TV thing. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, sex toy shopping today, which will then lead into the commercial, and then we'll talk to Dr. Jess.
0: You win sex toy shopping? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Um... (laughs) All right, I got a uh, an anecdote. To, uh, bu, 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 bu. We're good. So we are going to talk about the awards. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Those are right.
1: My... We'll talk about the top ten bike TV things. Yeah. Then I almost uh, I'll talk about Sudbury. What happened in Sudbury?
0: Okay. In a
1: bathroom and.
0: Um, uh... Do you want to? I have a. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Are, do you t- are you going to talk at all about you losing your phone in the first half?
1: No, we'll do that, all that stuff after, because I think we're only going to do like 20, 25 with her, or so final yeah, section okay. will be 15 right. just, minutes.
0: I, I, no, just, I mean, y- you talking about losing your phone, I was going to get into how I lost my ring. Yeah, and will uh, final section. Then I can talk about uh, how I passed out with my uh, grill on okay. and turned some hot dogs into charcoal, okay. which I could almost burn my house down.
2: It's not even my house, really. Though. Okay. Well, I the like it. Yes. yes.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. So. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, so. It is the week of October 9th. Okay. October. We 9th. are ready,
1: Victoria? Okay. And no, and no
0: music intros, just like always.
1: like in between like okay yeah yeah okay, okay.
0: uh do you know actually who are going to be the uh, the intro like the uh, the liner notes do you know who you're going to choose for that let's just go dave let's just go okay oh here let me i should turn my phone off too okay How does somebody fucking, uh, just, uh, it doesn't matter. All right. Uh, count of, we'll count down from five, five, four, three, two.
2: Previously on anything goes, unless they really know how to hack, maybe they're a hacker. (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a lot of people there's not a lot of uh, pride these days in, in the hacking sort of uh, label that people like to give or used to give themselves when people people used to be more up front with the oh, I'm a I'm a hacker.
2: Totally hacking. Yeah, I was hacking into this. I'm like, I have no idea. Like, the only thing, my thing is, if I get into Google, I'm, I, I think I'm a hacker. It's like, I just hacked into Google. I'm in. Well, that's <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm, I've, I've hacked into Google. i have totally hacked in, man. It's give me whatever I want in the search engine. <laughs> that's awesome. They're not holding back. Oh, I'm getting all this information. And now, let's get to a new exciting show. <laughs> hey, Saturday, baby, how you doing?
0: Good evening, ladies
2: and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs, are you? They will do anything for money, even wash a guilt's back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost.
1: How the fuck am I funny?
2: And Dave Martin. What have we got here, fucking comedian? Dig it!
0: All right, we are back. It is another week, and it is the week of October 9th. This is Anything Goes for. Well, I was about to say what week it was again. Uh, we are coming to you from the <laughs> XM Studios down here on Liberty Street in downtown Toronto. It is another week; they let us back in the building. We're on a week-to-week basis at this place. We, um, this is week number three in the new studios. Oh, in the, yeah, in the new studios, we yeah. can kind of actually—it's—it's kind of pretty. We can actually see the uh, sun setting, and uh, that's enough. Yeah. What <laughs> did we get to see outside? Yeah. Uh, how are? Uh, by my side is uh, Darren Frost, like he is every week, and uh, I, my name's Dave Martin. and I'm. Uh, I'm sitting right here. How are you, Darren?
1: I'm good. Uh, This week we have a returning guest in the studio. Uh, Dr. Jess is with us, a sexologist and a speaker and an author, and uh, she's also the host of uh, Playboy TV's Swing. So we've had her in the last time. We had a lot of fun with her. We have some more sex talk and questions for her, Uh, and uh, hopefully when we go live in a a few uh, months, we'll be able to have callers call in for the next time she's here. Uh, So that is on, and I was up north in uh, the northern part of Ontario doing some shows with Kenny Robinson uh, and that was quite uh, it was quite fun and uh, you know it was uh, <laughs> well, go, go with de-
0: details details well, details
1: was the Friday night was not we were in North Bay and it was a very small turnout
0: okay that was the and one you were worried about that was the one oh, I was
1: worried yeah. about and my worries came true and but fr- uh, Saturday night in Sudbury was you know packed like it always is I do really well in that venue so it was great that we ended on that one and uh, we made some money and we you know we came back I uh, I I had this problem when I was walking around downtown on the Saturday afternoon with Kenny. This is downtown Sudbury. Downtown Sudbury. And I just have this. Uh, I'm diabetic, and I have to take this medication. It doesn't agree with me. It doesn't agree with anyone, really. So all of a sudden, I just heard my stomach go, and I'm like, okay, hey, Kenny, let's go to that mall over there. And so there's this, like, really crappy, dumpy mall in downtown uh, Sudbury. And so we go inside. I go in the bathroom, and there's two stalls, of course. One is a handicap stall, and one is a normal stall. And in the normal stall, as soon as I get in there, there's a guy in a wheelchair trying to maneuver himself to get inside the other stall. Not the handicap stall, the other stall. So I'm like, oh, fuck, he's going to be in there for a while. And then I can hear all this rustling in the other handicap washroom. And I'm like, I think I'm, I'm going to shit myself. Like, seriously, I think I'm going to – I'm, like, planning it. I'm looking at the sink. Uh, I'm actually f- trying to figure out I- – I'd have to raise and sit on the sink. I would probably break the sink. Then I'm like, maybe I'll shit in the urinal. you know? And I'm literally feeling so bloated and bad. And then I hear all this rustling, and then I realize the guy's not even in the handicap washroom taking a shit or a piss.
0: He's rolling dope. Oh, okay, so wait, so wait, 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 so the handicap, the, there was no one in the handicap stall? No, there was someone. Okay. And there was someone in a wheelchair right. who was, had to use the
1: other stall oh. because a dick was in the handicap stall rolling pot.
0: Well, then why couldn't that guy, well, I guess you didn't really sort of start trying to rationalize with the guy. Right. Why couldn't you use the I, But regular... I knew,
1: I realized what he was doing, so I started making a mm, noise to like, fucking dude, come on, like, I'm going to shit in his sink. Get the fuck out of there! Well, it's not
0: his sink. He's probably not going to care. But yeah, yeah I don't. Right. I don't know if that would motivate me for to start rolling well, my joints any faster. I
1: started, you know, like banging around, like come on, like made it pretty apparent. It's like you know what? You really Sudbury, just go on a bench and fucking roll pot. Like give me a break. Well, like you're in a bathroom, you're not shooting up heroin, you know. You're like, come on.
0: Yeah, but uh, well, uh, anyway, I'm not. I'm not going to defend a guy for taking the wheelchair, <laughs> right? Because I, I would do that anyways, but I wouldn't probably roll my joints in there, right? Only probably because mostly I just don't roll joints. I have a a one hitter myself, so. right? So, but, um, but but anyway, you know, so, so 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 finish your shit story. So, did, so you, I, did you? Uh,
1: no, so I almost did. I un- actually unbuckled my belt to shit in the sink, and then a guy walked in. So I'm like, okay, I'm just acting like I'm getting ready to use the bathroom. And he kind of stared at me weird and it was awkward. Like, you know, always is for me. And then, uh, Luckily, the guy took the hint and he kind of stared me down as he came out, and I stared him down. I'm like, dude, I'm going to shit myself. If you fucking hit me right now, it's going to explode. I don't well, care. Well,
0: explode inside you, but yeah. I mean. Uh... I'll fucking
1: aim my ass right at you, buddy. Now, if
0: it came down to it, would you rather take the shit in the sink or the urinal? The sink. Really? Why the yeah. sink? I, th- I think I-, I would probably be more offended at you shitting in the sink than the urinal. I don't at know. At least that's something that you can sort of, that other dudes can go in and it can be like, oh, I'm on a mission. I'm going to piss on this shit until it goes down into the right. urinal. true. But the sink, it's sort of like, oh, I have to. You, you, I know, but the urinals are too close to the door. So it's
1: like, you know, it's like the sinks are way over in the corner. What? So if I had to, like, you know, get the fuck out of there when someone walked in,
0: use the sink. I would have just. Did you ever think to maybe there's a janitor's closet around here that I could uh, <laughs> find and then just sort of shoot uh, shit in one of those industrial tubs that he might have had? <laughs> maybe. I would have done that. I should have just went
1: to KFC in the, in the food court and used a bucket. That's or just shit in the that. deep fryer and yeah.
0: see if anyone notices. Yeah. I had Popeye's chicken for the first time. It's not and a, how
1: was the, it? Kenny thinks Popeyes better than KFC. I've never had it really.
0: uh, I had it once years ago. I I haven't had KFC in a million years, just because I know that like after and the same thing after you eat Popeyes, you can feel it sweating out of your face. And uh, I I just it's just unappealing. But as soon as I ate this Popeyes, I was like, oh man, I could probably eat a lot of this, like uh, with a beer. Oh man, it would have been great. But then also something that like I'd want to lie down afterwards. It's
1: like Arby's. Um, It's like meat that sweats. I just no. Oh, it's that's yeah. Yeah, it's, oh. it's it
0: looks amazing on TV, but I've seen it. It's I fucking love Artie. Really?
1: Oh yeah, because my childhood, my parents used to send me to school with. That whenever they had a deal on like five sandwiches for like four bucks or whatever, they'd buy like 40 sandwiches, freeze them, oh
0: my God. and then
1: send me to school with a frozen Arby's sandwich which would slowly defrost in my locker, and then by lunch, it was like meat that really sweat.
0: You know what? That would probably be abuse now. I if think you, so. It should have been abuse then, but I don't think <laughs> anyone knew. I like Arby's is just total fuck you to like, oh, no, we're going to butter our buns, we're going to fry those, yeah. and we're going to put the, uh, the weird gray meat on it that yeah. had, has that sort of weird rainbow. Good sort stuff. of swirl yeah. in because it, uh, it has the other, like, just non-rotting preservatives in it, and then nacho cheese on that, and that's yeah. the cheapest one. I think that's their signature sandwich, like, no vegetables at all. Like, we are not even trying. So
1: where were you this weekend?
0: Uh... I was at a number of places the only the place of significance was uh, I was at the Canadian Comedy Awards Whoa, this year. really did we win? No, we did not uh, win. Once again, we did not win, but uh, once again, we are still the only show in the history of Sirius XM. I'm say saying it, it again. Uh, we are the only show in the history of Sirius XM to be nominated for two Canadian Comedy Awards in, uh, a, row. in a row, uh best radio program. Shit. We did not win. I I wasn't even there to get I'm getting to,
1: my action figure ready.
0: I'm not I wasn't I wasn't even in the room to Boo and uh, and, and uh, whole uh, slurs at the, but actually I do congratulate uh, the um, Pat Kelly and Peter Olling. from the This is, is that. Look,
1: here, here. The bottom line is for the, our listeners, you know, uh, in in America or in Canada, uh, the show is called CBC. This and that. It's a great show. They're they're funny guys. They they won it last year. And also we were up against the Debaters, which we both were on. So it's like, you know, it's just a pleasure being nominated. Those are, you know, good shows. It would suck if we lost to a shitty show.
0: Well, okay, yes, yes, yes. It would really suck. Can I reinforce the fact that those two shows, they do not need to win anything. We are the people here that probably genuinely need something that we can sort of... swing around our, our our necks or hang up in the studio somewhere of just like, look, we are worthy of of uh, more than we're uh, getting. Anyways, I'm just saying that we need those awards. <laughs> we need that, uh, what was it, uh, industry validation. Yes, to, so uh, we don't kill ourselves
1: to... before next year's Canadian Comedy Awards. <laughs> uh,
0: no, but we will still be the, we can still uh, wave our uh, dicks in the air. That, but you uh, know what
1: happened, uh, you know, so we did not win a Canadian Comedy Award. But a uh, cable channel up here, up here in Canada called Byte TV did the Top 10 Comedy Pod Podcasts. Uh, and uh, we ranked. Uh, well, number one was Mark uh, Marin. Uh, what the fuck? Deservingly so. Deservedly, yeah. yes, of course. And uh, there's other Canadians in, in there as well. The Comedy Bar podcast, um, Comedy Above the Pub uh, with uh, Todd Van Halen. And uh, there's another one, too, right? Oh, uh, well, the, I
0: mean, there was The Nerdist, uh, the Chris Hardwicks uh, yes. podcast. That, that well, I was saying
1: Canadian. That was it for Canada. Right. And then we ranked number two. So we got the second spot to Mark Marin.
0: Uh, yeah, which, you know, I'm not going to question that uh why uh, don't do I we do. deserve to be there no oh, okay i don't know if we don't deserve to be there I,
1: you know i'm glad that they like us but uh, that's, i find that odd
0: but they yeah and we, and we were in the, uh, a lovely top 10 you know who i yeah. did see uh at the uh, comedy awards right. uh was a uh, canadian legend mike mcdonald also who he was the one who uh, won the um phil hartman, phil, Hart- award. phil hartman award right i felt really shitty because i uh, mixed up uh paul hartman with uh, Joel Axler. <laughs> I called I called him Joel twice to his face, and he was just like, oh, well. But he looked at me like, oh, we'll still go with this. Yeah. Uh, but then I corrected myself, and then uh, I got a little interview with uh, Paul Hartman before he gave out Mike McDonald's award. Uh, Mike McDonald looks fantastic. Now, right. uh, I know uh, last time I saw him, I don't know if this was the last time you saw him, but it was when we were both in uh, Ottawa yes. uh, playing the club yeah, there. Yeah, he looked very sick. Uh, he looked uh, quite sick. He yeah. kind of reminded me of uh, the guy from the movie Seven, who was strapped to the chair, um, which was quite a horrible way to describe someone. Or, but-
1: the, or the, the kid on the Simpsons bus that always looks great, like grown up, like mm. that kid. Uh, yeah, he no, like, he, didn't,
0: yeah. Uh, he did not look well, but uh, and I, and I only feel that I can say that horrible description of him because now he looks so amazing. He right. looks, uh, you know what, and he was sharp, he was uh, witty, he... Uh, uh... he was like uh, really on the ball he was like uh... Well, it, it, it was great to see it was really you well know, uh... See
1: we're hoping to have him on sometime in november i know you talked to him yeah and uh... you know there's a lot of history there that i think he'd like to probably uh... talk about and i i th- i would look forward to hearing from him
0: uh, what history and what we're going. Well, just
1: because you know he's pretty adamant about you know he wasn't the nicest human being in the beginning of his comedy career and and now uh, you know with uh, time and reflection he feels he's a better better person and uh, you know hopefully he can reflect on those times because that's always interesting to hear someone that's gone through it realizing they probably weren't the uh, the the most um, I don't know the nicest guy.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Uh, I hope so. I hope yeah. it's a, if. He does. I mean, he's still coming into Toronto for treatment from Ottawa, and I think he was going to be doing some shows, and he said he can stay here for one of the months. Now, okay, before we get on to. Okay, uh, well, we'll, what did you want to.
1: No, we don't have time for that. We'll talk when,
0: when she's here. So. Do you want to tell a little, a little bit about what that Well, was? what
1: happened is today, it took me three hours. I was trying to find a certain sex toy, and it's not even a, I went sex toy shopping. Uh, it's been a, like a five-day adventure, and Sudbury looked for one, and in Toronto I'm looking for one. It's not even that drastic. It's just a vibrating egg that actually has like a headphone jack. Uh, it's a, a vibrating egg on a cord and the end of the cord is a headphone jack that plugs into the actual machine that makes it vibrate well the thing is we have a great machine that makes it vibrate but the eggs always die after a certain period of time so you gotta keep replacing the eggs you don't wanna keep buying the whole contraption so I just have to keep going in these seedy fucking places and be like hey you got this uh, vibrating egg they go oh we got all that and it's all a bunch of fucking you know rubber dildos and fuck toys and I was like look I just need an egg and they're like man that's your thing I'm like yeah it's my thing that's what I need so I literally went to seven places today and then I went downtown To the massive three-story seductions where I normally buy them, and I drove all the way downtown. I paid to park. I get there, and they're only closed for today.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I think are they always closed on Mondays? No, they're
1: just. I think they're getting ready for Halloween, and they're putting up all their decorations. All the Halloween,
0: yeah, all the fucking butt
1: balls and fucking Benoit balls. I don't know.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh, right. Trick, or, it's, fuck. It's, it's, Trick it's, or fuck. It's clear that, uh, yeah, I you know what's weird is dealing with the staff in those places.
1: Didn't you used to work in one? No, I never.
0: I, no, I worked in a porno video store for about uh, three days. And, and Do I they sell
1: stuff. sex toys in that store?
0: They did, they did, and I. Well, the awkward part was at the end where you had to sort of you had to do stock on everything, right? Uh, which when you had to count the magazines and all the fucking, sh- yeah, yeah. But uh, um, there was a one girl who was uh, when I was buying a sex toy, she was very delicate. Uh, she used the word testicles and not balls right. when she referred to the. Oh, and the guys can rub this on their balls, but an egg? Why do the egg keeps breaking down?
1: Because just a wire that actually goes into it just shorts out. It's just because it's it's vibrating so much that eventually the core just kind of slips out. They're oh. not, you know. The fucking eight-year-olds in China probably making these things. They're not, you know, really good at it.
0: I hope they don't know what they are. Yeah, but probably. Probably not. <laughs> They're freedom. This is the freedom. These are going <laughs> uh, all right, to freedom we, places. We, we got to take, go. take a break.
1: We got to take a break. Coming up after the break, uh, returning to our show, Dr. Jess will have some awkward questions from Dave and some awkward questions from me for a change right after the break. This is Anything Goes for the week of October 9th.
2: Just like Lance Armstrong, what they lack in balls, they make up in steroids. This is Anything go.
0: Do you want to put a light on in here? There are no lights no. in here. In. Let's try to. Thanks.
3: Just Why the two of you, you. I recall like more of you last time. There was three. Uh, oh. oh, did you just do that? Yeah. this? Oh, Christina okay. on your show?
0: No, Christina no. decided to leave the show. Oh,
3: she's uh, doing a lot of stuff now, I think.
0: Yeah. I still, I still, if, I think if she wanted to, she'd still have room to do the show, but. Uh, We went off to Winnipeg to do some live shows, and uh, she wasn't. uh, It it just just financially wasn't able to come, and so she just decided to move on, which is fine, you know. It happens.
3: Okay. You look fantastic as always. Thanks. Amino, is there anything you want need to know?
0: Um, um Is there anything
3: in particular pushing at this
1: exact moment other than just, you know... She's going on tour. You're going on tour?
3: Well, yeah. Like, I have a retreat in Jamaica this weekend, and then I'm back for the Everything to Do with Sex show next weekend. Okay. And then I'm the Cal- in Calgary and Edmonton for the Taboo shows.
0: What are the Taboo shows?
3: They are... I'll have to look at the
0: dates. Yeah. <laughs> So is Grand Prairie still happening?
3: No. Well, it is, but we're postponing, which I'm pretty... We're
0: postponing. not horning right now in Grand Prairie. What? No, it was just... Yes.
3: I was hoping um, it would get pushed to November. That's my hope. Yeah. Yeah. Check the sound? Yeah,
1: can you just check your level?
3: Yeah, sure. One, two, three, four. I tend to talk a little bit loud, so... Yeah. Sure. Oh. There we go.
1: Okay, go ahead. Try it again, Doctor Jess. We can just
3: talk. just talking in my regular voice, which is a little bit louder than everybody else's regular voice. That's good. I'm very yep. much aware of that. Okay. So I'll just tell you the dates for those shows, if this decides to work. So those are uh, the seventh to the tenth of November in Calgary, the fourteenth, seventeenth oh, of November. That's too bad. Why? When are well, you there? Cause well, because we're
0: gonna be there, and yeah, uh,
3: when
1: will you be there? Uh, we're there um, October thirty first to second in Calgary, and then the next weekend when the Calgary one is. Wait, wait a second. It's on the seventh. Mm-hmm. We're there, Dave.
0: Oh, we're there on the seventh. So we can go to the Everything to Do with Sex show in Edmonton. And, That's the
3: Taboo show. You should come oh, to it's Calgary. No.
0: Okay. Well, we'll yeah. ask you what the difference between the Everything to Do with Sex show and the Taboo okay, show. is. Okay, they're
3: are. basically location.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, they're okay.
3: great shows, and they are not really competing because one is in Calgary. And yeah, one one's here.
1: Sure. Yeah. Right. Okay.
3: Yeah, and they're awesome. They're actually like wicked shows.
0: Okay, I'm, I'll be. Yeah. Okay, that'll be good. Uh, I'm just. I'm curious, that's still, what the difference is, but. Okay. Yeah. You more said cow,
3: just, More like reverse cowgirl, obviously. And right,
0: with I'm the stampede in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Really? No, she,
1: she's actually back away from the microphone, Victoria. Like when she was just kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I know, but when she was talking there, she was back off the mic. She was just talking to Dave. So do you want to try her levels again? Try, okay, so just do you
3: want again. me to just check the sound again? There we go.
0: One two three four five six seven,
1: seven eight, eight nine. nine ten eleven. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, right. so we just we got to act like we're on the show when we're talking like this. Okay, no yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. Just because she's trying to get levels. Oh, okay, cool. This unfortunate. This studio is only like a month old, so they're no just trying worries. to Work all the kinks out. No worries, mm-hmm. and I
3: know I have a very loud voice.
1: Yeah. Now she's actually in spot. So.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: So are we ready, Dave?
0: Yes. I'll come back in from yep.
1: uh... Uh, 20 to 25. So if you can warn me at like 21 and then we'll have four minutes to wrap it up.
3: Can you guys give me like your handles and stuff you want me to use for this when we do it?
1: Um, on Twitter?
3: You're, yeah, your comedy whore. Comedy whore. And your
1: Dave Martin world.
3: I have you both, and the show
0: is anything goes. Ha, ha, huh. <laughs> like a big David Lee Roth, hot for teacher. Ha, huh? <laughs> or a Burton Cummings, American woman.
3: Huh? Or just my family in the morning.
0: Jenny, <gasps>
3: yeah. anything goes. Ha. Huh?
0: How big? What kind of what kind of family makeup do you have?
3: We're Chinese, Jamaican and on one side, and Irish on the other
0: Oh, but I mean in the household that you live in, what? uh... In the
3: household? Oh, they're not the ones that go, ha. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a a husband, and I have my father lives with us.
0: Oh, okay. And a small
3: dog, yeah.
1: And a small dog, okay.
3: Very interesting.
1: Okay. Ready, Dave? Yes. Uh, The one thing I do want to talk about is, I know you're on another show talking about it, but revenge porn, okay, you were talking about that. Um, and uh, you're just with Larry Flint. I saw a picture. Can we talk about that? Sure. Sure. Okay. And um, I wanted to ask you about the three biggest misconceptions about sex.
3: Sure.
0: <laughs> How's. Oh, I'll ask how yeah. Larry is. Yeah. How's oh, Larry Flint? There we go. That's my Larry Flint impression. There Pretty go. good, huh? Yeah, He's
3: like, he
0: can't really talk. Yeah. I know. Oh, no, he can't. Does he have a speak with a computer or.? uh a... I actually don't know. I think the age of consent should be lower. Yeah. I think that's, that's, yeah, the, that's all he says. That's just about all. Th-
1: yeah. That's what a speak and spell's program to say.
0: Yeah. After every sentence.
1: Okay. Let's go, Dave.
0: Oh, right. Okay, Victoria, in five seconds. Five. Wait, wait,
1: wait. wait. We're, Victoria, you're there? Okay, rolling. All right.
0: F- five, four, three, two. This is Jimmy Mac, and you can follow me on Twitter at Winnipeg Mac,
2: or you don't have to, but right now you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Sirius XM Radio.
1: There we go. Oh shit, man. One take Mac. One take
0: Mac.
2: <laughs> Better than Crack whores. They never stay the whole hour. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin.
0: All right, we are back from the break. This is Anything Goes for the week of October 9th. My name is Dave Martin. We are in the Sirius XM Studios in downtown Toronto by my side. Uh, most of the time, I'd say like ninety-eight percent of the yeah, time. Occasionally, maybe, if there's a be fair. if there's a kid issue or a family issue or something, an issue that I can't relate to, uh, <laughs> Darren Frost is uh, <laughs> always here with me. Yeah. Uh, hello, Darren. And in the studio, we have the always lovely and uh, overly knowledgeable.
3: Can you be overly knowledgeable, Doctor Jess? I'm still learning,
1: man.
0: Okay, good. Okay, that's a good attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can. You. I guess you can call yourself a sex expert, but also at the same time, there's always. Something new.
3: Always something new. That's so funny because people will say to me, well, I could be a sexologist. And I think I've studied this for 10 years pretty in depth. And I have so much to learn. Everywhere I go, I think, oh, my gosh, I need to learn more about that.
0: There's one thing that, uh, I mean, Darren has a, a whole heap of questions. But sure. uh, one thing, uh, I guess, the you know, the... Just throughout the ages, there's always new sort of fetishes and stuff like that. So there's always sort of new angles to look at that. Like, how do you quickly sum up the new uh, brony and uh, my little pony fetish that a lot of guys... Are you familiar with this? I don't even know what that is. It's where guys have this sort of uh, attraction to the... A sexual attraction to the characters from the cartoon My Little Pony. On the they,
3: rise. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. seeing this in 64% of men.
0: And, and, but what, wow. We're, no, we are no, not. You're not? Just oh. Dave Martin. I was just... Just
3: Dave
1: Martin, I don't have, who know Dave I, Martin. I don't have
0: anything like that. I'll, I'm upfront about my fetish for uniforms. I love a sexy yeah, uniform on a yes. woman. Like a Shopper's Drug Mart outfit. Right. Or uh, like a, a an Arby... No, actually, no, not Arby's. I'd say uh, uh, A&W. Loblaws? I, like, Loblaws. That uh, lime Nice green? browns. Yep. The, nice uh, browns at the, at the Arby's. You uh, like the
1: Arby's? Def-
0: I draw the line at the Dollarama smock that they wear. <laughs> and the Walmart smock. I know... I like a, a button-up thing that's something I can say. I savage. don't think
1: they call it... A, don't don't treat it too nice as a dollarama. I think they call it a, a jizz catcher. I think it's what they call. Why? It.
0: There's nothing creepy going. Have you seen the staff at the? Actually, if you're getting if the staff is getting laid at the dollarama, they're uh, perfectly allowed to because they don't yeah. hire the most attractive people. They're
3: selling pregnancy tests and condoms. Though. I know at the
0: dollar store. Does I that know. seem right
3: to you? Seems um like that's the one thing I think I'd want to invest in. But they're probably all made in the same. Hey, factory. don't be
1: elitist. If some people can't afford, they <laughs> want to know about their future. Yep. They're going to pay a dollar for it. Let them pay yeah. a dollar for it. And I, I love the dollar store. Yeah. Oh,
0: I support the store. Store too, but I think if you're bringing a kid or want to know if you're bringing a kid in the world, you could throw it a couple extra bucks.
1: Now, I was at a, a store in Sudbury, Ontario. I don't mean to brag, and this was a sex toy store. I'm trying to find a certain sex toy, and they had a discounted bin. Now, would you buy any kind of sex toy from a discounted bin? Yeah,
3: maybe it's just being discontinued. They're coming out with the new model with bigger in Sudbury, eyes in Sudbury. I in mean,
1: Sudbury, it's kinda <laughs> I mean, kind of north. I Well, they're
3: not. They're not used, are they?
1: Uh, well, I don't know. I hope,
0: well, were they still in like a sealed package? Some,
1: you know, you know, when you go to like Future Shop and they have like the floor models <laughs> to in buy a, bag, a dildo okay. in a bag. This was like a dildo in a bag. It wasn't even in the original. You know, I don't know what it's been done with. Like a dented. Tuna, yeah, yeah, tuna, tuna. yeah. You know, mm. and there was like a a, a pussy mole, but it had like a, a disc color around it. So oh. I don't know if you'd have to like paint it before you use it, or you do no, something. Like, that'd be your kink, I guess.
0: I think it set it on fire to to sanitize it or something. I don't like know. That. It was weird. It yeah. sounds
1: more realistic. That's true. That is true. That's very true.
0: Well, I don't. Uh, I you know what? I would uh, question why someone would uh, just like give their uh, vibrator or dildo to a secondhand place, like a Value Village or something like that. No, this why, was an actual sex store. This was I know. A, yeah. But then, but then, but so someone had to come in and say, "I don't want this anymore." Right, true. I've fucked enough <laughs> out of this sticky yeah. black dildo. Yeah. And uh, if it's in a Ziploc bag, that wouldn't be I enough mean, for you me. If you believed
1: in recycling, you would reuse sex toys. I'm um, done with it. Give it to your neighbor. I don't think so. You, I think can, that- you
3: can sanitize it, but I don't think they, yeah. uh, they don't accept returns. It's be- like bathing suits. Now, yeah. I
1: heard that you can actually put them in your dishwasher. Is that true? Some
3: of them you can.
1: But would you? Yes. Ed, why not? No way. I don't want all that over my dishes.
3: I don't well, believe. Maybe, I don't believe. Maybe you have a separate cycle for sex toys. You then,
1: the, it doesn't clean itself enough. Yeah,
0: I think it, it does. It doesn't
1: clean itself enough. you
0: just, you know, I think you're looking for an excuse to clean it by hand.
1: Well, I want just... to clean it by hand. I do clean them by hand, so I know that they're clean. Okay. Knowing my luck, you know, some, I go away and my wife has a gangbang, and I've got 15 dudes on my plate. No, thank you.
0: <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, I think that's a... Uh well, well, we'll see Will never happens. happen.
1: One thing happened last week, Dave, we were arguing about something, and Dave has this problem.
0: I just noticed Okay, first of all, it's, it's...
1: I consider it a problem. Dave does not. So you're the doctor. Why, you're the doctor. Okay. Whenever Dave sees a performer or a stand-up comedian talking no. about sex on stage it, in a story, he actually pictures them having sex at that exact moment in the detail that they're saying. Is that odd? No, I don't... Okay, all
0: right.
3: No, I think it's pretty common when people start to talk about... That's why some people talk about sex and talk about themselves in sexual situations. They, uh, you know, can get their partners going because it gets you to picture them. So it's not uncommon. It's normal to think about lots of people in a sexual situation, even people you don't want to. How do you think the whole shopper's drug mart uniform fetish started? Right,
0: right. Well, I basically, it's sort of if someone's telling a story, for, whether I want to or not, there's like I see a couple of like, uh, you know, uh, frames from a porno movie of whoever's telling the story. And if I know what their wife looks like, wife or husband, but look would look like, then I just get that vision in my head for just a second. And sometimes if they're not the most, the kind of people that you would want to watch fuck, then I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't see that for a moment or two. That's why, I basically it was in context of like when if like someone if like an older guy is on stage talking about masturbating. And I'm sure that most women don't want to watch a guy masturbate in the first place. Is that attractive? To watch a uh, to walk in on a dude, mast- and then you see he's masturbating That's- for some people, just for that some.
3: animal desire,
0: right? But I uh, Darren found that particularly strange. Yeah, that I just
3: found
1: it weird. Like, I go, okay, the guy's having sex, I don't picture the story being played out with that person,
0: not even for a millisecond, not even for a second. Okay, all right,
3: you're more of a visual person, I
1: guess.
0: I guess. I so. The yeah. thing is, yeah. what
3: you see, even in your mind, you can never unsee.
0: Uh, tell me about uh, it yeah. oh my god i've seen
3: exact,
1: trust me um <laughs> one thing i also wanted to ask is why do you have why do we have sex dreams about people that we probably do not find sexual or even had that thought uh Obviously, we must have subliminally had that thought at some point maybe, but why does that happen?
3: It's because all of our thought patterns get meshed together in our dreams. That's the way I understand it at least. I mean, we don't know for sure why we have the dreams we do, but I think that all of these different thought patterns get mixed together. So you're thinking about buying vegetables because you need to buy them tomorrow, and then all of a sudden you're having sex with the lady who sells you the vegetables in Chinatown, and there's just nothing you can do about it. Right,
1: right. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm, okay, I'm going to use that for my wife. That makes a lot of that. sense. I <laughs> was shopping for vegetables, and I was fucking somebody I didn't want to fuck. That's in my dream. That's all he's remembered. Well, my wife. Th- I you,
0: think those keep those dreams to yourself. That's well, what you I would you can't yeah. get mad
3: at your partners for their dreams.
0: No. Well, well, yeah. I, well you
3: can, but it's well, not a particularly reasonable yeah, response.
0: Well, okay. That, I, that's something that uh, I'm all, I've always been curious about because I know that like it's it's very common for a guy to wake up with an erection. Yes. And now what happens in a situation if a guy has like a Erectile dysfunction, but he still wakes up with a hard on every morning. Sorry if I'm getting all slang, but uh, if he still wakes up with an erection, but he does have like a, a erectile dysfunction in his everyday sexual life, wh- how does he. I mean, he must have some sort of confidence that it is in his head that he can't get the boner. That's that actually,
3: that's a litmus test for some people. So if you're able to have an erection on your own or if you get one in the morning, then it's probably, I mean, I'm, I'm not a medical doctor and PhD. Right. But uh, I need to clarify that <laughs> before I go any further. But, uh, and, you know, a bit of a penis expert here. But it may be a sign that it's it's something that's going on psychogenic as opposed to a circulation issue, for example.
1: Right, right. Yeah, so that's
3: a good point. They do a stamp test where they wrap, a, they used to, uh, the stamps together around the base of the penis and then they see if it breaks in the sleep to see if they had erection because not everybody wakes up with the erection. Right? Oh, you, have erections. Interesting. Oh. you have erections while you sleep because yes. of the way the hormones work and the, the way certain things shut down and allow you yeah. to get... And it stops and you from you, peeing your pants too. And the way you
1: shop for vegetables it leads to fucking yes. vegetable yeah. sellers. Mm,
3: obviously. Yeah.
0: Nice. Now, what, now, now, if you're waking... They say, okay, okay, they, have, they say that the average dream is like 30 seconds. Mm. They say that. And uh, you, know, you can have a collection of dreams in one night Right. But uh, now, if a guy actually has a, like a wet dream or a nocturnal emission, uh, is it um, is it? They just admission? googled that before you got here. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I wrote it on my hand. <laughs> I have now it's smeared. But uh the so does that mean that is he literally like getting an erection and ejaculating in like a thirty second period?
3: Oh no, and you can ejaculate even without having an erection. It's possible really? too. Yeah, it's possible. But what you're doing in your sleep, like with a nocturnal emission, is you're you're releasing something that needs to be released. That's why you usually have it like when you're younger and they tend to go away as we get older but women have orgasms in their sleep as well you can have an orgasm without ejaculating you can ejaculate without having an orgasm
0: how can wait? How can you ejaculate without having an orgasm?
3: Isn't that just pissing yourself? <laughs> no, because it's still the seminal fluid coming out. It's possible. Weird. Right? No. Wow. You can have retrograde ejaculation where it goes back into the bladder, and you actually have an orgasm, but don't.
0: I want to have an orgasm from the '80s. of a retro, <laughs> a retro <laughs> orgasm. That sounded like fun. <laughs> I'd play the uh, Pretenders or the Smiths or something like that. <laughs> um,
1: you. Uh, we were talking uh, before we started about this idea of revenge porn. That's kind mm. of been in the news recently. And uh, what? It, what is exactly? revenge porn what is that
3: so it's when you take an explicit picture of an axe usually an axe and to get back at them you post it online right and so California has actually enacted a law against this so you can actually do jail time and be fined but I would have thought that was illegal without
1: that law like I'm surprised that it's like California saying we're putting a stop to this like what person I don't don't understand the person who operates in a world to think that's okay uh, well, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it, it, it's, it's not. And that's yeah. why they're trying to uh, uh, enact laws about it. But I mean, there is a revenge porn site. I've never been in one, but I know that there's a site out there that w- will have like someone's uh, Facebook address attached mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. and their name and where they live and all this crazy shit because some guy couldn't deal with the breakup. And uh, but it's one of the big issues is, is that, like, if a girl uh, takes a selfie of herself with her, her boobs out and uh, and then she sends it to a guy that she's dating, mm-hmm. it's sort of like, well, whose property is it at that point? I mean, because it was consensual that she gave it to the guy. And then once they break up, it's sort of it's the big argument of who's. Photo, actually, it belongs to, and then it's the, it's basically, it's whoever owns the photo, it kind of has the, doesn't doesn't have the right, it's not morally right, right. but legally, they have it, and then they can distribute it if they want to, I mean, that's totally, that's a total asshole thing to do. But
3: what about the contract that says, you know, whether it's implicit or you actually say it, that, you know, this is only for you, what if you say that, right, I mean, like.
2: I mean, I'm I'm certainly not a legal
3: expert, but I I think that there's a lot going on there beyond just, well, this is my property. Because I could loan you something. Actually, if I leave something at your house... If I leave CDs, you're still required to give them back to me. Is that a dated reference, CDs? Uh, no. no. I say, <laughs> wow. If I left a cassette. I was a, maybe an
1: STD you are going to bring up no. the CDs or something.
3: <laughs> That's my chlamydia. Give that back. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Please, take it. Uh, which I don't think you can actually do. Now that, you, now you, that you
3: said that,
1: uh, I want to tell you something happened to me uh, recently. So my wife uh, was told that she had chlamydia, mm-hmm. right? And, of course, my wife thought I gave her chlamydia. So I then had to take the test and take the medication for chlamydia. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I was told that I never had chlamydia. And they did another test before my wife took the medication for chlamydia. And five days later told her, after we both took the medication, that she never had chlamydia to begin with, that Um, they screwed up the first test. Wow. Wow. Now, how often do you think that happens?
3: False positives, I don't think they happen very often. And I will say that it wouldn't be terribly uncommon for her to have chlamydia and have been living with it and not know it because the most common sign of an STI is no sign at all. So many of us, and that's why getting let's public service announcement here, sure. it is so important to get tested. Even if you you don't have a reason to believe you should be tested, right. it, it is an important thing to do. And I don't think that, um, I think we can do more in our medical community to make sure people are being tested. Especially in a place like Canada where we don't necessarily have to pay for it. Right, right. Yeah. And we pay for it in our taxes. But, sure. Mm.
1: No, it was, it was because I I went before we found out we both didn't have it. You know, you go online and you just read just so much on where the guy will be like, look, I divorced my wife because of it. We we no longer talk. And I still say I never cheated. I don't believe that I ever had chlamydia to begin with.
3: Yeah, and you didn't have to cheat to get chlamydia. It could have been from many moons ago. Right. You didn't have to cheat. So, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, in terms of a false positive, I do not hear very many of those stories. Where right.
0: else can you get chlamydia? At the (laughs) Dollarama? The Dollarama
1: smock? From the past.
0: Oh, like okay. Yeah,
1: it can stay in your system oh, for a period of time.
0: Oh, right. okay. So I thought you, you were everyone just about...
1: thinks it's like last couple months that you cheated. Now I have chlamydia. It's not like a yeast infection. Everyone thinks it's like a yeast infection. It's like oh, this supposed have been just happened now. I thought you
0: were talking about like time travel or something like that. But no, it's just like it's like from it could be way 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 back and it's <laughs> right. not. It doesn't even like, have to be like a like recent. Herpes. Yeah, right. I mean
3: the herpes could be in your system from a long time ago and you may not have had an initial breakout or you may have never noticed that initial breakout. Right. And we're talking about one to four to one in five adults who have her- herpes. Right.
1: If you don't, if you One in five have herpes?
3: Those are our estimates, yeah. It's not a reportable disease. It's not a big deal either. And for most people, it's just something that you live with and there is no cure. It's a virus.
0: Yeah, it's pretty scary, huh?
3: But you know, there's people who live with it and have no breakouts and, it, and they can take medicine as well to su- suppress the breakouts. But they should always Keep go their...
0: they should they should go get tested and find out for sure if they have it or not, not just so they're not walking around without knowing that Shouldn't they, they have, have to herpes. Should they
1: wear like a medical alert bracelet to let people know I have herpes? No,
3: fight the stigma. Absolutely not. <laughs> Think no. about cold sores because there's two types of herpes. Yeah, I know that. Um
0: <laughs> now is it isn't like okay, if uh, if someone doesn't have herpes and they have sex with someone who does have herpes, is it a, like a 100% guarantee that they'll catch herpes?
3: No, absolutely not. So, I mean, transmission rates vary depending on whether they have a breakout. But some people will say, well, they didn't have a breakout, so they couldn't have passed it along. But you can actually have eight what they call asymptomatic shedding, right. so where you can, ha- you can be transferring the virus without actually seeing anything on the body.
0: Okay. All right. So, so I- a visual
3: inspection does not suffice. And I'm not here to scare people off of sex. I mean, you practice safer sex as much as you can, and right. there are risks involved. And I mean, it's not like a lot of these things are not debilitating and you want to be using condoms, obviously, to protect yourself from HIV for which we have no cure.
0: Sure, but so it is possible for someone to have sex with someone with herpes and, not, and them not actually. Dave really herpes.
1: wants the answer to this,
3: so it is possible. <laughs> okay, all right.
0: I just want to know if I should take that off my profile. So, no, no,
3: exactly.
1: no I'm
0: just kidding. I know when ha- I don't have her. I no, actually I've never paid for sex. And I've never had an STD.
1: Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, this is anything goes. We're sitting here with Dr. Jess, and I wanted to ask you about um, what do you think are probably the three biggest misconceptions about sex, just in general terms that most people have about it.
3: I mean, the number one thing is that it should ever look like it does in porn. So I have a lot of women who come to me and they think they haven't had an orgasm. They're stressing because they haven't had an orgasm. And then we do all this talking. We find out, oh, they have had an orgasm. It just didn't look like a porn star's orgasm. Right. So we learn and that the guys are supposed to last that long the way we're supposed to look. So I think that, I mean, porn is, is great for its arousal and entertaining mm. component. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but in terms of education, in terms of comparing yourselves, it's absurd. It's like comparing yourself to an Olympian or comparing yourself to a superhero.
0: Well, no, exactly. I mean, when you see those movies, and I think there's a lot more women watching porn these days, which I know that a lot of guys are like, oh yeah, hey, cool, man. But then also it sort of builds up a false, uh, you know, uh, idea of what uh, a, a guy can live up to. Yeah. And, and they don't, and most women never consider that probably the guys like come like four times that one single day. Well, it's, it's like
1: Mike Wil- Mike Wilmot's a great comedian in Canada and he had a, a joke that he's like, yeah, I could fuck for 45 minutes too if I had an editor. Yeah. You know, it's like that Absolutely. kind of thing, right? like that's, And, and know, a
3: fluffer and they, t- yeah, yeah. And there's, they're definitely taking medication. I mean, they are a whole bunch of it's it is as real and this is what blows my mind you guys watch any... Like, what's a big Hollywood movie out right now?
0: Uh, Gravity with uh, okay. George Clooney and so, Sandra Bullock.
3: So they probably have special effects. They oh. have stunt doubles. Yeah, of yeah. course. They have, I mean, oh, sure. all, this is the same thing that's happening in yeah. porn, but we're so irrational around sex that we can't see that.
0: I've, I've always thought that it's sort of like there's a whole generation that is going literally, to literally think that if you show up to a woman's door with your, dick, pizza. Yeah, your dick through a pizza box, <laughs> she's going to naturally be like, oh, well, I didn't... I didn't order a pizza but now I a should get pepperoni I should I give a job. yeah exactly I'll give a blow job through this pizza box so. well, exactly.
1: we do have hangups about sex and this leads into because I saw a picture on your uh, on your page with you and uh, Larry Flint who is you know, you know I, over the years talked about freedom of speech and how you know in America violence is okay but sexuality is not and 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 all that and I just think that I don't have a problem with porn but I could see, it's kind of like I've watched porn a little bit here and there, but I could see it if you use it too much that it could be very damaging.
3: You know, I, I even th- I, I believe that it can be damaging, but I think in many ways it's blown out of proportion. If you take it as education, yes, it's probably going to be pretty damaging and you know wreak havoc on your sense of self right. <laughs> and right. your sex life. But if you take it for what it is, which is essentially erotic entertainment, yeah, fantasy. And yeah. I mean, do I think? Do I like the way women are generally portrayed? Do I like the lack of diversity in in porn? But not not, not really. But the other thing they have is feminist porn, which is just porn created for couples for women by yeah. women. Yeah. And it, and it's, it's nice. What I what I like is is diversity and to talk about like women's rights in porn the same people who will degrade women in other mediums in other types of video have they have no problem with stabbings on tv on, in movies or like mutilating bodies that's okay meth labs that's cool right but god forbid somebody wants to put their penis in in a hole <laughs> Now, what do you think about this whole
1: controversy with uh, Miley Cyrus, Shanae O'Connor, and now Annie Lennox just just got involved? I don't know if you know about all this whole story. I I
3: know the story. What did Annie say?
1: Well, Annie Lennox is pretty much on Shanae O'Connor's side. I mean, she Mm -hmm. didn't call it out that way, but she said that, you know, these, these are almost pornographic videos and young women are getting bad imagery from them. And you know, pretty much towing the same line as Shanae, but she didn't ever call out Miley or Rihanna in it. But you know, she's talking about them.
3: You know what I believe in? In the freedom of expression, I do, and sexual expression, and I, I, uh, I certainly believe that something should be in, intended for a certain age group. Do sure. I think that that's really useful to an eight-year-old girl? Probably not. Um, right. But there's there's actually a, a musician, and I, I wish I knew her name, who responded to Sinead's letter and talked about how Sinead's yeah. letter was yeah. a little bit slut-shaming. Yeah. And, and you, know, you I read did, that one. Okay. I know the
1: person you're talking about. Yeah. I, I
3: wish I knew her name right now. I, I can't remember. But but yeah. I, that's really, Amanda something. Yeah, yeah that's, I that's where I stand. The idea is, if we're going to talk about diversity, if we're going to talk about inclusion and support and sex positivity, it has to be across the board. That means if you never want to have sex... Then that's fine. But if it's if it means if you are willing to express yourself in a public forum sexually, that's just fine too. And I mean Miley grew up in the limelight. And I, I think what what really upsets people about Miley perhaps more than Rihanna is um you know that she came from that Disney background. Of course, well, I, But I, the course. thing is, this is an actor. She was an actor. And the fact that we can't accept us is accept that is just another reminder to me that we're irrational. Do I would I be able to be on that wrecking ball, you know, at, at Miley's age, expressing myself in that way? Maybe not. And maybe that's what makes some of us jealous that we didn't have that, not necessarily that opportunity, but the option, all I believe in is options. If you want to parade down the street naked, it actually cannot hurt anybody. It can't. Other right, than the people right. maybe who get in car crashes, right?
1: Staring. But, at you. I mean, That's, I think yeah. I think your argument though is it's it's the commerce of the music business that yes. is forcing certain things to happen. And um, I mean, Duran Duran had a video well before any of this that had naked women in it. It was called Girls on Film. It was like so mm-hmm. hard to find. It was like a big deal, but they didn't play it before a certain time. Mm-hmm. There was much well, more. Well, there were rules. two versions of that video. And there was two versions that, of it. Just, I, yeah, that, like
3: the raw the Al Robin Thick is that his name? His yes. Video too. yes yeah. Same
1: thing. And I think it's. Like, to me, I had a problem with Miley before she was 18. I think the sexualization of her childhood and that 14 to 18, I thought was wrong. and I went Well, and how was she sexualized? Before? The full Vanity Fair. Um, well, that's what she was. I think she stopped being Hannah
0: She stopped being Hannah Montana. When she that was under one.
1: 18, I didn't agree with it. That's my personal opinion, and I'm just saying that. Post 18, 19, I think she can do whatever she wants. Well, I, mean, uh, okay. I think that if she wants to do a video where she's on a giant wrecking ball, that's fine. But I think what Sinead and Annie Lennox is trying to say is because they've both been through the business, that 20 years from now, now, you might look back at it and regret what you, you did. But you know what? That's her life. She's going to have to, you know. And I'm sure Sinead has regrets. including well, She that. does. That and, was part of her And she's going argument.
3: on tour this week, I think. So she was able, or very, very soon. So she's yeah. able to latch on to a big story with of that course, response. too. So when we talk about, like, commercialization, the reality is the music business is about money. Yes. Every business. Yes. Our whole world revolves yes. around money. And the fact that we sexualize women's body for bodies for money is something that's in every single industry. And I'm not sure that Miley does it to a greater extent than right. perhaps Coca Cola. And I think that's why like picking on her, singling her out. And I, I felt like that letter I thought it was, the, the language of it was a personal attack with Miley, even though it was intended to be supportive. Well, I think
1: she had great intent. The execution mm-hmm. was not the best. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Sinead's not the, known for the best intent. She's not, uh, she's the, not the most execution. mentally
0: stable either yes. person either.
1: But I guess my question was about that whole fiasco, was, it's the idea of children seeing these images, right? Because her music is still, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be, you know, and, and I'm not saying she's a role model to children, mm-hmm. but young people now have this ability through the internet, mm-hmm. whereas back with the Duran Duran, scenario they couldn't see it right if it didn't air on tv you didn't see it whereas now you have the internet but then
3: it's the idea of in europe they don't have these problems well this is the thing children have access to things we do not have right we watch the squigglies at night we looked for a boob on fashion television they don't need to do that so if we this is the reality whether they see miley's wrecking ball video or another video um, or porn. By 11 years or old, porn. these kids are coming into contact with porn. So it's right. out there. And what's more important is that we know it's out there and we contextualize. We have to talk to our kids about it. We have to ask them, what did you see and how did it make you feel without shaming them and when, without making them feel guilty? Right. Cause and the other thing is, these images are appealing. We're not teaching kids that they're appealing. They are appealing. We would hey, swing
1: on a giant ball naked. Why not? If oh, someone oh, would pay you to.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Come on.
0: Well, I I don't think anyone would be lining up to see that, but and um, another
3: thing that really really bothers me, I have to say, is all this criticism of Miley's body, how she looks like a boy and she doesn't have a butt. Like back back off, back off, this woman. You're going to be critical of her and then you shame her body.
0: No, but also I think she, she's a I think she's a sad product of people that surround themselves by others that like depend on them for their paycheck. So she made no one around her and the company that she keeps is ever going to disagree with anything that she says. And I mean, she, there was like a MTV sort of documentary about her and they showed behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. and I guess there was like an award show that she was uh, pulling up to in one limousine and it, what was supposed to happen was that she wanted to arrive in the uh, at the award show in a police car mm-hmm. but for some reason people found out that she was in the limo beforehand and it shows her uh, inside the limousine on, on her cell phone screaming at these uh, people that were trying to uh, just organize the getting in and out of the car and stuff like that and then finally, when she realized that okay, well, I'm not going to be able to pull this stunt at a you know at a getting out of a cop car. Ooh, I'm so edgy. Uh, she just sort of uh, jumped out of the limo and then sort of just worked with the situation. So I think she's very calculated mm-hmm. um, with her career at this exact moment. But I I do agree with Sinead, the uh, Sinead O'Connor and uh, Annie Lennox that in like 15, 20 years, uh, I don't think that she'll be able to hold herself up like Madonna did. Because I think that, you know, I don't think, I think one of the big crimes was that uh, Sinead O'Connor went on about what an amazing musician was, she was, and I don't think she's uh, all that I, You know what, I, think,
1: I do think Miley does have talent. I mean, I, I, I listen she, to a lot of pop music because of my children listen yeah. to it, and I do think she has talent for pop music. But the one part, and I want to get to the shows that you have coming up because we don't have a lot of time. The one part I found funniest about all this is that Cher came in and said something about some of these videos. It's like, Cher, you know, you got a history of kind of selling sex yourself and that imagery. I mean, you know.
3: And what's more important is you don't have to like it and you don't have to consume it. You have a choice. And yes, it's out there for kids to see. But let's let's not pretend that Miley's wrecking ball video is the worst thing your kids have come across. Right. So next weekend, uh, this weekend, where are you this weekend? This week I'm in I'm in Jamaica at in Hedonism Jamaica. with adult vacation parties and we're doing a couples retreat. Oh, nice! Okay, yeah, can... and then you're coming back for the everything to do about sexual. Be show, in right? Toronto for the everything to do with sexual October eighteenth to twentieth.
1: Right, and then Calgary, you're doing uh, something in Calgary and Edmonton, right?
3: Yes, I'm going to be there for the taboo, naughty but nice shows in November, the seventh to tenth in Calgary and the fourteenth to seventeenth in Edmonton.
0: Do they have a dividing line in whatever sort of uh, <laughs> that this is the nice side and this is the naughty side? Is this <laughs> I, what are the nice parts about going to well, be?
3: That's funny because in in Jamaica, at Hedo they have a prude side and a nude side.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. That's, but no,
3: at the Taboo Show and at the Everything to do with Sex Show, it's all, it's 18 plus. The floor is licensed. I mean, it's honestly, it's a pretty cool show. Um, everything from burlesque dancers to a little kind of naughty dungeon area to seminars with me to um, sex toys in discount bins. Mm, right. Yeah. I, I went I went to the
0: one last year uh, in Toronto and uh, it, in the naughty dungeon area, there's a weird funk in the air. There's, you, you don't, uh, and the drinks should be cheaper too. That's what I thought. Uh, Do you think so? Oh, definitely. Don't you pre-drink? Uh, not You don't think about it, but once you get yeah. in there, you're like, oh, I wish I had a bit of a buzz on.
1: Now, if uh, people want to get a hold of you, how? what's the best way? I know you have the website, right, yeah. sexwithjess.com?
3: Sexwithdrjess.com. You okay. can find me on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at sexwithdrjess. Okay, great. Well, thank you for
1: coming by. The next time we have you in, we're going to have live phone calls, and so we can take callers and get their problems, so we have
0: enough with me and Dave.
3: Okay, awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.
0: Thank you very much for coming in today.
3: Thank you.
2: Guess which host is upset that his death wish did not come true? This is Anything Goes.
0: You know, I had okay. an I had an ex that. Uh, what What do you find that is the kind of porn that women usually enjoy the most? Oh, porn. Yeah. Do you
3: like like so? Okay. They Cause... like stuff where they can fill in the blank, sort of. Right. Like, where they can see themselves. Like, that's why Fifty Shades did so well, I think. And I think the movie might kill it. Because, have you read, do you know the concept of Fifty
0: Shades? Oh, isn't it, like, a conservative, is it, like, She's a... She's, like,
3: this average girl who couldn't imagine anybody wanting her. But then, like, the whole thing is it's, like, a princess story where he, res- he rescues her. Like, he literally rescues her when she falls off of her bike. And then these other guys are also chasing her. And he's filthy rich and terribly good-looking. Yeah. But, like... Everybody can kind of picture themselves as her because okay, there's yeah. nothing spectacular about her but then when they do the movie they're obviously going to pick a cute girl Right. and it's going to I think it's going to ruin it. I think like women like to feel like women want to feel fucking sexy. They just want to feel desired. Like yep. if you make them feel desired, not like you want sex but you want them. Pass me your phone. That's something.
0: My phone? Yeah, so you oh. do the pictures. So yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because I, I know that, like, we I've mentioned this on the air before, but whenever it comes to usually porn that I'm watching, usually the uh, usually the girl in it kind of reminds me of one of the, like, uh, like an ex-girlfriend. When are, you
3: watch the? Oh, yeah. okay. Do you want to take, are we going to do all three of us?
1: We'll
0: just
1: do two and
0: two. Okay. Um, because uh, then it, it just makes it easier for me to put myself into the movie, and, uh, and it, it kind of makes me feel like this could actually happen at some like point. Like your with that lady. Person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's pretty much a lady. He is. But I did have a... a
3: One more, right?
1: And...
0: I mean, focus. on the line
1: with Morrissey? a flash.
0: The... Um, I had a, a girlfriend that... Do I, I, you know what? She liked to watch it for the humor side of it, but she liked watching movies where guys were blowing themselves.
3: Oh, really? That weird? She, you know what? My flash is dead, so don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Actually, we get really good pictures in here. Cause oh, do you? Lighting up. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay Dave,
3: ready?
0: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah.
3: Standing okay? Okay. Yeah.
0: Let me... Uh, what else can... Uh, Okay, can you get one, one, one more for, down?
1: Okay. Standing up, That's a better one. All okay. right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Okay, thanks. So you take okay. her down so she can get out, Dave, and then I'll continue with Victoria here and get ready for the bar okay. segment. Okay
3: um when does it go on are you gonna send me that to yes me it goes mail? on
1: wednesday this week okay. and then two more times and then we're gonna podcast it probably in a week okay and you know what me and dave are in calgary november 7th okay, probably so i'll see you at the show yeah, we'll yeah. set up
3: tickets and stuff just let, like send me an email yeah with the social media stuff for wednesday if you, this wednesday this wednesday can you send it to me and then i'll send yep. it to yep. the person who helps me with sure it. yeah and i'll keep him oh i like with
0: the first him. ones actually
2: Okay. I can You
3: to... set? You can send me those one of those two and I'll put yes, it up
0: on yeah, the no website problem.
1: too. And then, yeah, we'll definitely try to, because we may have a recorder with us in Calgary, like oh, we may great. bring stuff, so it'll be fun.
3: Seventh is a nighttime thing, I think.
1: Okay. okay.
3: So, um,
0: if you wanted to come to one of the shows that we're doing too.
3: When, when
1: are they... like we? We're not, we're not doing shows then. We're in Edmonton that next weekend. Oh, okay. They yeah.
3: kind of kill me too, like I'm there, and it's the whole time I'm at the trade show. Yeah, yeah. It's like a killer weekend. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like okay. we go until midnight. Okay, thank you you. Cheers
1: Okay Hey, Victoria Perfect Yep It's 43 Let's say 10 minutes Yeah Good That was good Yeah yeah. Yeah. But I think it'd be good like if if we go when eventually we go live, she could be in here taking phone calls and then we could hack on people, you know. I don't know. When are you going to be here? Right. And where are you going for your vacation? For two weeks? Are you staying at the same resort for the 10 days? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, Dave's just walking her out, and then we'll come back and we'll do the uh, 10 minutes, and then we'll be done.
2: Yeah, sure. Hey guys, this is uh, John B. Duff here, uh, sitting with these three fuck
0: faces on uh, XM Radio. Anything goes. Oh, faces made for fucking. Or did I have to say serious there? No, this wasn't serious. No, 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 that was good. That was good. The word great.
2: Smoother than a stripper's area. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin.
0: All right, we are back from the break, and this is Anything Goes for the week of October 9th. It is two- October 9th. 2013, we just had Dr. Jess on. That was uh, good.
1: It was good. I'm glad she was here.
0: Uh, yeah, it was lots of fun. On the uh, elevator ride down, uh, I told her that because I, I listened to a Dan Savage uh, interview, and he was talking about the number of women that actually watch gay porn. Right. And then she said, oh, well, that's that's quite common because yeah. a woman will watch gay porn, and then uh, the, there's no women in it for them to feel threatened by. But I always just thought, well, these are two gay dudes that aren't going to be interested in a woman. So where does the turn on yeah, part? Yeah, but first
1: of all, most gay porn, they're very attractive dudes. Yeah, I know. but they're, you
0: know? yeah, But they're obviously into each other. There's no... Yeah. Uh, other than okay, because see the always the argument is that when a lot of straight guys will watch two chicks together, they're always under the impression that those chicks are just waiting for a dude to show up right. And, right. and and or then they and then they'd be ready to fuck. Right. Um uh, but I'm always whenever I watch the two chicks together, I'm always under the impression that well, what they seem happy with just uh, on their yeah, own and I'm just going to get in the way. Yeah, I've never been into the two chick thing. Well, the two chick thing, sort of, if it leads into a dude showing up, yeah, and then yeah, I'll be like, yeah. hmm, I could be that dude one day. Yeah. If I had enough money or something like that. Uh, but uh, I, I just, I don't get, if, if someone's all into two chicks being together, that's, I, I don't, uh, I don't see, uh, it looks like they're doing fine on their own. What do I need to, I'm just going to yeah. make things more awkward.
1: Yeah, they're not going to want to eat pizza now. They're not going to want to. No. Yeah. Uh,
0: and uh, it's uh, on the uh, subject of awkwardness. Um, I was at the uh, Canadian Comedy Awards, and it turns out that a lot of comedians take themselves way too fucking seriously. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. And nobody And yes, no, nobody seems to want to even have fun with uh, questions
1: like... Uh, okay, wait a second. So just let, let everyone know. So you were there, and you set up a little microphone, I, I a set couple up a of microphones, stand. And a little stand with a photo of, of us and our show, and you spent money on these things. It was nice. I spent nice. a lot of
0: money on this. One of the things that... That uh, uh, I had was uh, I had a big poster of our, our logo, and I cut your face out of it. Right, and it was supposed to be a fun gag of everyone would put their face through it, and they could pretend that they're hosting the show. That's a the funniest, funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. Um, but um, did anyone do it? I, you know what? It was just such a clusterfuck when I showed up, and uh, I, I never had the chance to check in oh, my hotel or anything. Man. So I didn't got to do that again. I didn't get any. Well, it's not going anywhere. It's still right here. Yeah, uh, it, it'll happen at some point. We can start getting our guests to. That's put, hilarious. Put we should take a photo through. of
1: me putting my own head through that, or
0: me putting my head through there. Yeah, it could yeah. Be my other person, we'll other personalities hosting the show. So, so
1: you set this up, and the whole point of you going was, uh, first of all, to watch us lose, but also, uh, <laughs> well, secondly, uh, yeah, okay. um, to get some interview clips, and because a lot of comics are there, that might not be interesting. Toronto, and it's a perfect merge of what we need, and they can do their thing.
0: Well, first of all, they should always be held in Toronto, as far as I'm concerned, because the one last year was held in Toronto, and a lot of people just showed up to hang out, which is pretty fucking cool, and no one's going to go to Ottawa just to hang out. I'm sorry, but...
1: And it costs fucking money, you know? One year they did in Ottawa, they had a free train where everyone got a free train ride, and that I, was a party. Now you had to pay for the train. I don't know
0: if you had to pay for the train. I think if you were nominated, you might have got the train covered for okay. you. Okay. But the point is, uh, I showed up, uh, I set up a little stand with our poster and two microphones, and I started asking a couple people questions. Fire them out. Uh, what questions? Okay, uh, the I'll first... Give, I'll give you some answers. Okay, do you think Russell Peters should be charged with a hate crime? Yes. Okay, uh, question number two. And see, not <laughs> a lot of people even, like, were just... Uh, you know how many reactions I got of just like, why would you ask me a question like that? Because you're a fucking comic and pick yeah. on your stupid feet, you yeah. dumb asshole. Yeah, fuck um, them. And, uh, okay, and uh, what about this one? In Canadian comedy, is it better to be a Jew, gay, or a Belleville? And of All course, All three. Now, is Ryan Belleville Jewish? Do you I don't know. know. That? I don't know that but either. imagine but... how
1: powerful he would be if he was. Or,
0: and a gay. And a gay. But see, and no a one, gay, yeah. No one even had much fun with that Well, I dated a real name and a gay. Yeah. <laughs> well, was her name, first name Anna Yeah. And last name gay? Okay. Um, and uh, do you think Pat Kelly and Peter Ohlering, the two people that host This Is That, yeah. the people that we lost out to, do you think that Pat Kelly and Peter Ohlering are the Burton Ernie of Canada? And uh, some people had some uh, funny answers for that. Um, Let's see. I'm uh, so
1: pissed off they keep winning. I would call them more the old dudes in the fucking Muppet Show balcony. Well, I was trying to – That old
0: joke. I I was trying to – I don't think anyone ever uh, tried to infer that the two old dudes up in the uh, balcony were gay. So I was trying to do a gay joke with the Ernie and Bert yeah, reference. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, But, uh, you know, some people, uh, hey, do you think the TV show Satisfaction will lose out to Flashpoint again for best comedy series? Uh, <laughs> Fl- Flashpoint uh, was an action show um, and was canceled last year. So, uh, yeah. But people didn't have – and uh, the number of people that thought that this was a, a serious question when I said, what do you think the plans um, to have a new category next year of Sexiest Comedian? A lot of people were like, are you serious? No, I wasn't. <laughs> uh, how can they they you... should
1: automatically assume if you're asking a question that it's not based in then, reality. No,
0: I made the shit like, up. Like,
1: you're running the Canadian Comedy Wars now?
0: Right, exactly. It's like, why would I And why yeah. would I choose to reveal that in some <laughs> awkward, stupid questions <laughs> to you? Comics uh, are hilarious. Um, how can you tell when Colin Mockery is not improvising? That nice. was one of the questions. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my, my answer was when Drew Carey stops giving him checks um nice, nice. And then uh this was a fun one. Uh in all seriousness, uh if he were alive, wouldn't you rather be watching the Rick James report on C B C as opposed to the Rick Mercer report that's already on C B C and I would rather find. I would rather watch a, a Coke filled uh uh, 70s funk superstar going out, down the, uh, telling jokes about uh, the Canadian politics. Well, the thing is,
1: he's already in an alley. They used to show up with a camera. They don't want to get him there. Just start talking to the camera, man.
0: You know what I heard? Uh, walking all weird. Uh, what was it? I remember seeing an interview with MC Hammer on the Arsenio Hall show. Right. Uh, so like last week? No, no, this was... No, oh. Oh, right. I, I haven't watched. Have you watched no, Arsenio's I have, not, new show? I have not watched his new show. I got my cable cut-offs on just because and uh <laughs> well I thought maybe I might be more productive but I found downloading shit I can waste just as much enough, oh, yeah. enough enough time uh or as much time so uh but no this is way back in the day when Arsenio Hall mm-hmm. uh scooped up a big uh, uh late night audience and uh, so anyway so MC Hammer was on his show and um Arsenio asks him about has he ever met Rick James cuz for right. you can't touch this he of took course, the, the uh, sample. super he freak. sampled Super Freak and then our, and then MC Hammer actually said well, when Rick James got the money uh, from the sampling that he did for Super Freak, uh, Rick James went out and bought a brand new Rolls Royce. Right. And then I was like, really? Just I was like, you know what, fucking... Even at that age, I remember being like, "Well, Rick, you should probably get some better uh, financial advice than <laughs> uh, a Rolls and and really a Rolls Royce. Who are you trying to impress anymore with a car? Well, like also that?
1: my attitude is a Rolls Royce back then might have been what one two hundred thousand dollars. That's all you got. That whole fucking song is super freak. I
0: don't." And I don't know how much got? a Rolls-Royce is but I still, still don't think that's uh, you should spend your I would have thought he made
1: millions mark. off you can't touch this.
0: I don't know how much uh, I mean this was early days millions. of sampling. I don't know if, if you if he made millions but if he even if he, what little money he made or what big money he made to on rolls I mean every time MC Hammer is
1: fucking playing it in concert in those big stadiums for those tours. I mean, you'd think he'd make tons of money off of it.
0: Uh, I don't know how great the sales were all, were for that one song. It wasn't are, like a.
1: Are you crazy? Uh,
0: yes. It was huge. But I mean, also just how, but I mean, the longevity of that one song and how quickly the Rizz Israels might have eventually yoked, even died an example.
1: out. It's like the Verve, right? Or the Verve UK or Northern, whatever they're called. Better they're, Se- and, Better sweet Symphony. Yeah, but in, in Britain, they're called the Verve. That's what I always call them. In America, they had to call themselves something else. Anyways, um, I think they
0: were the Verben. In, verb in, not, not the first I album. I think you're thinking of Bush and Bush X. No, no, no. no okay. Trust me.
1: Because it was Suede and the Suede UK and London Suede. They had to change their name a couple times because of things. Anyways, they got caught with that sample and they hadn't cleared it. And so 100% of the proceeds of all the money from that song went to the Rolling Stones publisher who owned that song. And it was millions of dollars. And that was nowhere near as big as you can't touch this.
0: Uh, you okay. It was millions. Yeah, all right, I'm not. I can't. Anyways, I guess the I I don't I question the financial sound advice of uh, Rick. All right, you got, one, you got thirty seconds.
1: Moment. Any other gold in the questions department?
0: Well, you know what? I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna be putting these all these all together, and uh, I got a bunch of liners. uh, right. you know, uh, uh Ben Miner wanted me to try to find some famous people there. Sure. And- and The famous people are not coming out at Ottawa. I think I saw Robin Duke was the only uh, person right. that... And I did not get one from her. Uh, I talked to... Mike I talked McDon- to Robin
1: Duke about coming on the show. She wants to come on the show.
0: Mike McDonald, Angelo Sorukas, I got some new liners from them, and... Uh,
1: Angelo didn't put his face through the hole? I
0: didn't even I didn't even Dave. take it out. I didn't even take it out Dave. to get people we to put their face d- through uh, the hole. We should got
1: Dr. Jess putting her face through that hole.
0: I know. Well, it would have been... <laughs> <laughs> and we are talking about a hole in the poster of our logo, which I'll snap a photo of Darren. Right,
1: we got to go, Dave. We got to uh, go. Okay. So that is, uh, unfortunately, that is the show today. Oh, we want to thank Dr. Jess.
0: Next week on our show, who's going to be here? We don't do a... a... Uh,
1: next week, Pete Zedlacher is going to be here and Sean Lawrence. He's putting together a tour and benefit of the troops, which will be perfect because Pete's done a lot of shows for the troops. So next week, it's all troops all the time. Maybe we'll even call Jody Mittick and get an update from his uh, coming second on American Canadian Did he come so second? Canadian, uh, amazing. Amazing
0: race! Amazing race! I they they came, came second. In f- oh, okay. Came in
1: second. So uh, I'm going to be this weekend in Winnipeg, and then Brandon, part of the Rankin Val tour. And I'll tell you more about my other dates coming up in Alberta and uh, East Coast next week. And Dave, where are you going to be?
0: Uh, I'm nowhere until I'm out west with uh with you. All right, to be around the town. You can find me. If you October
1: need to. 31 to November 2nd. That's Calgary, and uh, the six to nine, I think seven to nine, we're in Edmonton. You can so. find me
0: bombing somewhere. I'm sure. Somewhere, yeah. Thanks, kids. Bye-bye. See, See you next time. Farts ahoy.
2: That's it for this week. Anything Goes wants to thank Victoria for producing the show and George Westerholm for the music used. Follow the hosts on Twitter at Comedy Whore at Dave Martin World. Download new episodes every week on iTunes. Join the Facebook group and follow the show on Twitter at Anything Goes Hot. Anything Goes hopes you laugh, cry, and learn something. Come back next week, and until then, take it easy.
1: Okay. Ready? Yeah. So we'll talk about my lost phone.
0: Uh, yeah, I wanna just, oh, I should mention, uh, I wanna mention the fact that uh, I was, uh, when I was at the awards, I asked a bunch of questions of some people. Yeah, let's go out and start with that uh, then. Okay. okay.
1: We have 10 minutes total. Ooh. Okay. Okay, so let's do that because just other stuff. If we have time for it, we'll get into that. What's phone. the other stuff? Well, you want me to bring up the lost phone because you lost your ring or something? Or?
0: Yeah, Yeah. it was all supposed to lead into something. Right. But, well, basically it was going to lead into me uh, how I... doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, okay, let's let's go.
0: About how I left my grill on with hot dogs on it overnight. I'm going to burn my house down. Or my apartment, I should say. All right, uh, anytime. Victoria? Really? Okay. All right. In five, five, four, three, two. Okay. <sighs> uh, what was another?
1: Hold on. We got to do the promo. She wants the promo.
0: Okay. And then we can talk all that.
1: Fucking really a nice view of uh, Varsity eh?
0: That's Lamport Stadium. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, whatever. It looks that, good. I got my nose broken just down there. Is there do they ever have concerts there? Uh, I don't know. Not really. I mean, it's not a great concert venue. Yeah. Because I'm going to have to completely fuck up the field. Because, I mean, right. that's grass. It's not yeah, AstroTurf yeah, yeah. or, oh, yeah, or AfroTurf. So this week, some...
1: uh, new episodes of Anything Go on. this week's episode, we talk about... oh Darren buying sex toys. Uh, I'll say that. My little uh, escapade to buy a sex your toy. Sex,
0: uh, your sex toy quest.
1: Okay, and then you say, you bring up Dr. Jess, and then I'll say, uh, when we find out, uh, no, uh, and we'll find out that, and Dave goes Can you kind of find out a lot of comedians don't have a sense of humor, and then right. you say something, okay? And then I'll wrap it up. Hey everybody! This week, a new episode of Anything Goes. I talk about my sex toy quest.
0: <laughs> um, and uh, I was at the Canadian company. Uh, the sex toy quest. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, yeah. well, I can do it again. Yeah. I can fake that laugh. That.
1: Hey everybody, this is Darren Frost. This week on a new episode of Anything Goes, I talk about my sex toy quest.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's so funny. Uh, okay, and <laughs> I, uh, I Dave Martin, went to the Canadian Comedy Awards and I found out while I was there that a lot of comedians don't have a sense of humor. They when don't you have ask, a sense of humor? No, you know, you ask them uh, funny questions like, uh, what are your thoughts on the IKEA monkey getting its own talk show on the comedy network? Stumbled. A lot of Jesus. people stumbled on that.
1: And we had a nice little sex talk with Dr. Jess, a sexologist, and it got pretty awkward for Dave when he really? talked about
0: herpes. I just, I found okay, out. Well, a lot hey, of, okay, well, hey, we're out of time.
1: This is a commercial for a new episode of Anything Goes every single week Series XM.
0: Well, I just imagine him running into, like, a store on a horse or something like that. and Please, I'm here. No, well, I can't believe that he went to seven stores. How could you go to... I would more, have given up more. after... You went to more than seven stores? I went to
1: five here and four in Sudbury. Why didn't you just get
0: on the phone and call and just say, hey, I'm looking for this one particular item?
1: I kept calling. They go, yeah, we got eggs. And then I get there and they didn't have what I wanted.
0: What, they weren't the proper eggs? No. No. Oh. I think you should look. Do you, do, you, do you hold on to your old eggs? So,
1: Victoria, there's there's a little contraption. It's like a um, it's a little vibrating egg that has uh, and it's got a cord running from it and then a headphone jack. You put the headphone jack in a little machine that makes it vibrate. It's got it's battery operated. So we've got a great little battery operated thing here. It's just a, the cord shorts out all the time where it joins with the egg so you just every couple months you got to get a new egg but these things are amazing but it's now getting harder and harder to find them so when i go to seductions tomorrow i'm buying like 15 eggs like i'm not kidding i'm buying 15 fucking eggs i'm never gonna do this again yeah i will i'll buy you one it's it's yeah it's like it's like Fourteen bucks. It's like you plug this thing in. It's like it's a it's a com rocket. So, all right. So uh, we'll see you uh, next week down wait. at that
0: studio. Wait, wait, wait. What? Wait, what's going
1: on? We got to go to that studio next week.
0: Oh, uh, oh, I, I not know. Okay. Do you want to? Can, can we hold out until we find out what's going on down here? No one's gonna be here. Oh, no one's gonna be here to fob us up, right? Oh, okay, all right. That's what she's saying because it's Thanksgiving. Oh, I don't, when you know when you don't have fam- yeah, when you don't, when don't you have, have, family, have family,
1: you don't give a fuck about other people.
0: It's not that I don't give a fuck about other people; I give a, a lot of fuck about other a people. Lot of fuck. I give a
1: lot of fuck.
0: I'm just saying that I don't have family events to show up, so so I don't I, right. I lose track of when things are. You know they don't do well, they don't well, yeah, no, you got you got family shit to go. You knew it was Thanksgiving before I did. No, but but it's you know what? But you have the option of turning them down. I don't have the option to turn things down when uh you know when uh, I have no I have nowhere to go. Can you just be... <laughs> Yeah, but the, yeah, but it, but it's but it's your choice not to show up to things. I have no choice when you, there's no invites.
1: Okay.
0: Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Who's going to be there? Me and you.
1: Yeah. I me. Yeah, well, yeah. And a Christmas yeah.
0: no, Darren has somewhere to go. I'll bring I'm... some
1: I'll bring some turkey. There we go.
0: Okay. okay. I'll uh I'll bring some cranberry sauce and uh a yep. fucking sexy egg. Okay, we'll
1: talk soon. Okay, bye. Right. I wish I could just... Okay, how much do these
0: cost you?